Welcome back, guys, to the This Is Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn, and my co-host is... Roly Vogues. And our special guest today is... Anna Mays. Anna Mays. <laughs> and we're going to start off with yes. taking a shot. Shot of tequila. Yes, start it off right. Yeah. <laughs> she has let's, the... Let's get P in the, in the, yeah, in the shot, too. Shout out P, Super P in the building. Outside. Yes, sir. Outside. outside. <laughs> Cheers. Thank Cheers. you for joining us. Thank you. No chaser. Okay, but whose idea was this? <laughs> um, I think it was mutual. Now they had a long day out in the sun. Oh yeah. Out in Houston, man, it's too hot out here. It's exhausting. Like just being out in the sun. So where <clears> I'm <throat> from, I'm from DC. And we're not used to seeing so much sky. Yeah. Like, there's just so much of it. Um, back home, it's just, like, a lot of buildings and things like that. It's very busy. But I do love coming down here to Texas because it, it just allows me to appreciate life. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I was telling I was telling Evelyn that I used to think you were from Houston. I don't yeah. know why. A I don't know. A lot of people think that. For real? <laughs> yeah. But you're out here a lot? Yeah. Or I mean, I was why? over the years. Um, I used to go by a different artist name years ago. And so um, I, ha- I was signed to like an independent label out here. And um, so I was always going back and forth doing videos and things like that. Okay. But, I was going to ask you about that because I have you on my phone as Anna Marie. Did oh, you, did that you? was like, yeah, that was right before Anime's. Okay. Yeah. And then, but I know of you from AO Smiley. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. I told her, I was like, oh. Yeah, because when, I, I mean, he would talk to me about you, you know, and then when he said that that was your name before, I'm like, oh, okay, I know. Like, I didn't know That's it was so the crazy. same. It's so crazy to me how many of you guys, like, yeah. know me as Ayo Smiley. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's been so many years. It's been, like, what, almost nine some years? I don't know. It's been a long yeah, time. No, I think it's been, like, way more than that. Cause That's the beautiful. Because re- I remember that I used to work at, like, a state farm. And I had told him that some guy came in there and he was talking about you and like some other guy and he was trying to like, I don't know what it was and I don't know if he was a manager or what. Remember I told you about mm-hmm. it? Mm, I think so. And I was like, oh yeah, this guy came in here talking about like about you and some other guy and then I was just, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. But that was like 2012. Yeah, that was very early. Yeah. Very, very early. Are you, are you able oh, to yeah. talk about like the who you were signed to and stuff or not um i'd rather not drop their name but okay. we could talk about you know okay no i was just gonna ask like how all that works like as far as being an artist like yeah. being signed and all that like for the people who don't know like how do how do they even approach you or how do you like you have to have a lawyer to look through contracts and stuff or what oh definitely um <clears throat> i think with any kind of contracts you should always have a lawyer you know look it over make notes and stuff because a lot of the time these companies are looking out for their best interests versus the artists you know and you kind of you definitely want to have that balance you want to make sure that you're taken care of too that there's ways to get out of the contract because that's always an issue too you know a lot of labels try to trap you shelf you Mm -hmm. it's like it's like being in a toxic relationship right it's like it's like saying i want to be with you but i'm not gonna like treat you like my girl i'm not gonna claim you for real but I don't want you with nobody else. You know, it's like yeah. one of those kind of situations that can be very unfortunate. No, yeah. If they see the talent, but they want it for themselves, but yeah. they don't want to like show yeah. it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's very unfortunate, you know, um, you know, because a lot of a lot of the time, a lot of people don't even and even like a lot of big labels, they don't even want to invest in artists anymore, mm-hmm. especially artist development, you know, because with social media, we kind of just blow up on our own. Yeah, and you're so, developing yourself. Exactly. Like, and so labels don't, they don't want to do the work no more. They yeah. they want you to do it, but they want to take that piece. And yeah, they'll give you funding if the timing and everything is right. But it's like, other than that, you got to do the work yourself. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, we had yeah. Steve-O uh, Valdez. He's like a super producer here in Houston yeah. and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. he was he, like, he, how you said, like they shelf you and stuff like that. Like he was talking about that and he pretty much said that like a lot of artists like look look at labels like that because look labels in a bad light because they shelf you but that most of the times they shelf you because there's nothing to push right. or there's no music there's no f- fan base so they can't right. they could create a fan base for you but it's kind of mostly like on the artist yeah. uh, responsibility you know what i mean and it puts so much pressure on an artist you know you know for example me being an independent artist I've had to learn how to manage myself, how to market myself, how to do all these extra things that a label is supposed to provide for me, you know? Yeah. And it's so stressful because 
I want to be able to focus on the music, the fun stuff, you know, yeah. preparing, you know, to release or, you know, to perform and things like that. But it's just it's so hard to just focus on that because I have to do majority of the work. And luckily enough, I do have a group of, you know, like-minded individuals. I have a producer, Mark Henry. I have Mixed by Jams. He does my mixes and mastering. I have my girl, Portia, who does my graphics and cover art. And I have Super P, who does my visuals. So we're definitely building from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. But since you, you're you not signed right now, right? No. So no. since you're not, but you're doing most of the work, you'll get more. I mean, me, honestly... Whenever he brings, like, creatives, like, to the podcast, like, I'm, like, at level zero. Like, I have no knowledge, right? So, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, like, um, whenever since you were, like, not signed, you get all the profit to yourself, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. It definitely, um, I'm way more in control over the creativity and when it comes to the business, too. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, I guess, in a way, it's, like, you're... Um, the work you put in is what you're getting in return in a way. Yeah, it, it definitely helps with uh, creating value yeah. to me and my brand to be able to put all of us in a better position, you know, where we can start doing payouts and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So yeah. it's it's a lot better, especially if I were to at some point get a major deal, you know, I can definitely ask for more because I created so much on my own mm-hmm. already. It's like you can't take that away from me. It's like yeah. you're going to have to do better. No, yeah. Yeah. Is that like your next? I mean, do you feel like you need to be signed or are you good? Um, I feel like I'm definitely at a point where I want to expand. I know I need management because I'm tired. Okay, and I was about to ask I you need, if you had a manager. I need somebody that's going to be out there, you know, fishing for these opportunities or creating them for me because I only know but so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And I need somebody that knows how to maneuver in that area. So that I can focus on what I need to focus on. And that's the music, the most important part, mm-hmm. you know, because without the music, without even my mental health being OK, nothing else is going to work out. So definitely I want to look into managing, you know, and just expanding and building the team. If if a, a deal comes along with it, then if it makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll then that is scary, right? I guess to pick like a oh, manager. Yes. It's super scary. It's like like having trauma from like a relationship (laughs) it's the same thing like you know being signed to an independent label years ago you know i don't regret it because i learned so much like about the business and how to move but it is traumatizing because it's like uh like learning how to trust again and this is trusting Mm -hmm. somebody with my life yeah Yeah. like music is everything to me yeah that's the only label you were signed to yeah okay that's crazy and then i was telling her how like i feel like your music has changed like over time because the ao smiley era like i feel like you were doing more rap rap Mm -hmm. and then now you're doing like more like singing rap and then now you're like rapping spanish and shit too so like how do you feel like your artist development has like progressed over you over the years and stuff oh i'm in love with it i'm in love with my growth you know um I feel like just humans overall, we never stop growing. We're always experiencing new things, and I think we should embrace that. Um, I started off as a rapper. I was rap, 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 you know, which was great, but it got to a point where I want to experiment. And this was around the time where I was leaving the label that I was signed to and when I met my producer, Mark Henry, who produces for me now. And he's done like a whole bunch of stuff for like Fab, or Lil' Kim, Fat Joe, like a whole bunch of artists. So he has a lot of experiences, you know, and he came into my life and he wanted to help um, shape me and develop me as an artist. He was like, I want you to start doing melodies and stuff. And at first I was like, I don't know, yeah, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but I gave it a shot, you know, and there's a huge difference between beat makers and producers, you know, yeah. like. He definitely takes the time to get to know you as a person um, and builds off of that. And it's it's crazy because it's like the same way I write out my emotions on lyrics. He almost writes out emotions on beats like it's Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. cool. But no, shout out to Mark Henry because he definitely helped um, develop my sound and, and made me an incredible artist now, an incredible writer. You know, I'm at a point where I'm really pushing my pen and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to do songwriting, too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. So taking it back to like childhood, like did where was like music always like in your life or yeah. did you? Yeah, since <clears throat> since I can remember, music was always something that I loved doing. It was just naturally in me. 
Um, I started off writing poems, you know, just be in my bedroom writing poems. And then poems eventually turned into songs. Um, Full House was one of my favorite shows growing up. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Uncle Jesse was the musician. Yeah. And so like on the few of the episodes, mm-hmm. he would be explaining what part of the song was the bridge or the hook or the verse. And so I just paid attention to that without even meaning to. And I would just go to my room and I'll be like, oh, this is the verse, this is the bridge, the hook. And I would just do it. Like, even with my neighbors, I would make my neighbors, like, be a part of a band with me. Like, I'll be like, you're doing this, you're doing that, this is what we're performing. And I'll be outside, like, passing out flyers to strangers. My mom would be getting mad at me because I'm talking to strangers. And I'm like, we're going to be performing at this block party. (laughs) Wait, are you an only child? No, I have an older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're the la- you're the baby. Yeah. Was, I mean, I security. feel like the middle child now because I have a dog, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they matter. They, they matter. do. They really do. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Man. But... I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, so you being the only girl and the baby, mm. how did your parents feel about you, like, taking oh, yeah. this leap? Like, Honestly, at first... You know, they were concerned because when you think of hip hop and rap music, you think of men, sex, the drugs and all these. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so they were concerned. But for me, I was always like very determined if it was something that I wanted, I'm going to go get it and I'm going to show you that I can do this. Mm -hmm. And so and I remember telling my mom um because i used to do like youtube freestyles and one of them went viral because logic when he lived back home in maryland um he reposted it uh and it went viral and i was blown away and i remember writing down a list like in the next year i'm gonna be known across the u.s i'm gonna be traveling i'm gonna be making videos and making moves and that's exactly what happened so when my mom saw that she was like this could actually work you know and Mm -hmm. i just been sticking to it ever since so them that's great because your parents are hispanic right yeah the peruvian are oh really yeah they're born over there or here they were born over there yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. i know that a lot of like parents have like i guess mainly because you're a girl you know oh yeah and no. then you're like the baby so i feel like yeah what about your dad my dad actually is very very supportive like really extremely supportive he loves it of course well, he, has good. His, he used to have his concerns you know when i would have to like travel or, or come back super late you know mm-hmm. he would be very concerned and stuff but he will never show it to me He'll talk his shit to my mom like, nothing better happened to her. And then when I come in the house, how did it go? Was it amazing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love my dad. Nah, he's a huge supporter. Yeah, That's so funny because that reminds me of his dad. Your dad. With who? Because me, because um, I'm very close to his parents, you know. So his dad, like, I mean, when I we got together, I was like 15, right? Mm-hmm. So he pretty much like saw me grow too. And they, didn't, they don't have a daughter. So I remember whenever I would go out, I think it'll be like, oh, be careful. But I think his mom would tell me like, oh, you know, he doesn't like that y'all go out. And, that you know, if you go by yourself, it, it was more of a thing once we got married that he was like, she shouldn't be going out by herself. But I mean, to me, it was like, I'm going out with my friends, you know. Right. And yeah. they even know my friends, too. But I think he never told me, you know, of he course. told he would tell yeah. his mom and she would yeah. tell me. Like, <laughs> yeah. But 100%. that's funny, though, like. I mean, but I'm glad that, you know, you had a good support system. Like, Yeah, for sure. For sure. That definitely helps. And, you know, of course, like we've had our ups and downs over the years or disagreements on certain things because, again, like they don't really know too much about hip hop or or rap or just even the music scene period. So this is their first time seeing it, you know. So sometimes it can be like a lot of pressure on my shoulders, but it's cool. What about your brother? My brother's super supportive. He's he's very overprotective. Very, very really? overprotective. Yes. Like, he texts me every single night. You okay? Be careful. Like, Aww. every single night. Like, <laughs> I hope our son's like that if we ever have a daughter. Know, he better be like that. <laughs> I guess it just depends how you're raised, right? Yeah. I mean, y'all, were, y'all no, grew up definitely. really close together? Yeah. You, you know, I grew up... Um, I feel like I grew up around like a lot of men. So um, I grew up with my brother and he was always like into sports and wrestling and video games. And our neighbors, um, they were guys too. They had like the girls, the sisters and stuff, but the guys would always make us play sports, like play football outside, Mm -hmm. skateboard. I was skateboarding (laughs) at one point in life. I was like, I'm with the skater boy. Like it was just the whole vibe. But nah, no, for sure. We're close. Yeah. That's crazy. Who who were some of the artists that you were like looking up to like, from home 
from home. You mean yeah. like artists from DC? Yeah, I guess because like you know how we have our hometown heroes, mm. like being Bumby and Slim Thug and all of them. Like who was them over there? Well, as far as the DMV, you know, our music market isn't the biggest. But okay. what I can say when I did first start um, coming out into the scene and start to do shows and, and rap, there were a few artists that I did look up to. Um, I don't think you guys would like know them because they're very like, you know, DMV based. But at the time, it was this rapper named Authentic, um, Raw the MC. He was she was pretty dope, too. But it was just when I first started coming out, out into the scene and seeing this stuff. Oh, and Logic. Logic was like a huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. He was like a mentor to me. But. It was just crazy, you know, because the only other time that I've ever seen anything like this was like on TV. You know, Mm. we don't really Mm -hmm. see much of performances. We don't really see much of like hip hop artists rising from this area. And uh, especially in like the Latino community, we don't really have a lot. Growing up, um, the only one that I could say was Gordo Brega. Shout out Gordo Brega from MWA. And he was like the pioneer of Spanglish trap, you know, and. That was, like, amazing to me. Um, But definitely Logic. He definitely taught me a lot of things, gave me a lot of pointers, you know, especially after uh, one of my YouTube freestyles went viral. Mm -hmm. You know, he always told me, like, take your time. Like, figure out what you want to do. Write your songs. Fuck everything. Fuck what everybody says. Like, we're all on your time, you know. Make sure that it's right. And I, I... paid attention to that and I would go to his shows and I would just see the way that he would engage with the audience. And I never really went to a lot of concerts growing up either. So when I would go to his concert, I was going like, like it was an experience, you know, he made you feel a part of something. And when you're young, you, you're, you're learning to find yourself. Like, who am I? You know, Mm -hmm. when you hit that 18 year old age, it's like, Oh, I'm an adult now, but it's like, you're experiencing so many emotions, so many things. And, you know, just to be able to watch somebody on stage, be a hundred percent confident in who they are and what their purpose is. It was just super inspiring. And I looked at it and it was like, I want to do that. Like I can do that. Yeah. And I did it ever since. Damn. So you 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 had conversations with Logic and stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. It's crazy. I fuck with Logic, man. Because no, uh, it yeah, because I feel like him. I, I found him on YouTube. That's when I first like heard of him and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but man, he's been he blew up as a as an artist. Yeah. Like, crazy. Very smart. Very um. Uh, <clears throat> very very focused. You know, he was always about music he didn't chill he didn't hang out it was very music 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 and that rubbed off on me so much like i've always been like focused on my music and it's gotten to a point where i've realized maybe i need to take breaks you know Mm. because being an artist especially independent you go through so many experiences and being a female and it's a male-dominated industry it's so much that you go through that it affected me in so many ways that I wasn't even processing it because I was on some, I need to get it done. I need to get it done. I need to get it done. But then at one point, like, it just all comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm definitely learning now that I need to take breaks. So That's good because, I yeah. mean, you do need to uh, put yourself first, like, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, you know. Absolutely. Because sometimes I feel like... Um, the whole you need to let your body rest people don't take it serious they don't you know i mean i don't take it serious sometimes too you know like Mm -hmm. i'm like up at three in the morning doing whatever the Mm -hmm. hell i'm doing and i want to go to the gym at five not having my body well rested you know yeah but i mean it's very important like to do that you know because he he would do that too like he would burn himself out yeah and it's just like i would be like oh babe you know whatever take a break and he's like no i gotta work i gotta work i gotta Mm -hmm. work and i'm just like I guess. I mean, you're providing. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel yeah. like that also is a, like, it's just, it's within our culture. You know, I, I seen my parents like bust their ass so much. And sometimes it felt like I didn't even see them growing up so much because they were always at work or, you know, yeah. even coming home from, from work. Like they had, like my mom, she was still going to school. So it's like, she was busy doing her homework and then she became a teacher so she was doing lesson plans she was always on her feet and you know she was cooking for us and making sure that we were good and it's just she never stopped working like ever i think i've only seen her like cry probably once growing up and it's just it says a lot because it's like wow like we really don't take breaks and we need to yeah 
I need, I need to do that shit too. <laughs> that ass. Yeah, definitely. Nah. No, uh, I think uh, he does pretty good, you know, because since I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm with my son, like, all day long, you know. Mm-hmm. But my son asks for him a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So he'll go in there and ask him, like, he'll plan his video game time or his game time, like, play time with him. That's right? Good. Like, and yeah. I'll tell him, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, he's planning this. He's so putting make sure an effort. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday he's like... um He's like, Papi, uh, uh, I have an idea. And I'm like, what's your idea? And he's like, video games. And I'm like, all right. And we're playing video games, right? And then I think like 10 minutes pass. And then he's like, I have an idea outside. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. And then after <laughs> playing outside, he wants to fight. Like, he wants to play fight with me so and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, they have a lot of so energy. Yeah. Like, Kids do have a lot of energy. God, today bro. he was like, I want to go outside. I'm like, dude, it's super hot. Yeah. Which I take him outside literally every day, mm. you know. Yeah. But today I was just feeling super tired. I was just like, no, mm-hmm. I'm tired. And yeah. then he's like, oh, I have to work. And I'm like, all right, I'll take him outside. And I was outside and he was just playing by himself. Sometimes I'm just like, damn, you need a sibling. Like, yeah. It's just in his blood, man. He's a summer baby. Like, yeah, he's a oh. summer baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like he's full of energy. And it's just like I'm yeah. out there and I'm just like, I'm usually like working out or doing. He'll tell me, mommy, exercise, me lo play. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but kids do have a lot of energy. Yeah. So what made you come to Houston? Like you're here right now for work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was out shooting some videos, doing a couple features and stuff in the studio with um with G Love. I we recently cut something and that's pretty dope. Same with Crystal Poppin'. We got some stuff coming. Yeah, shout out very KP. excited for that. Um and yeah, just been shooting videos. I've been doing a couple of performances as well. I was recently a judge for Queen of the South. Shout out Big Boss Entertainment. And that was pretty dope because the whole lineup was a bunch of female rappers like competing for Queen of the South. And it was just beautiful to see, you know, very, very beautiful to see how talented and how much they demand respect when they get on the stage. And and I love to see it. it. It definitely makes me happy. I feel like Latinas in the rap game, we're definitely on the come up. And I feel like the time is now. So... I think that's it's so crazy because I feel like like Latinos are doing so much right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like now we're like getting the attention, right? Oh yeah, like with yeah. everything, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of Latina small businesses. Uh, yeah, you know everything is just like, and I'm glad that a lot of people like we're stepping up because I would tell Roland like you know, with the whole like Black Lives Matter, you know, I was like it's so crazy because they do defend. You know, like, black people defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're like, they see somebody, you know. But I feel like, like, Hispanics, like, we are like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just get over it. Like, you know. But yeah, now I, I feel you. like it's like, <laughs> it's a thing where now we're like, okay, we're like, la Latinos, you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, we're definitely becoming, becoming a, a lot more supportive yeah. and a lot more together. No, I definitely see that. It. I just feel like it's a whole evolution overall, you know, um, just even the like bad bunny like he's a, a great example to yeah. see how much he's expanded you know what? onto <laughs> huge bad, bad bunny fan but he's just expanded so much and i feel like little by little you know we put the right people in the right places and it will like help the rest of us they're definitely yeah. paving the way so no yeah for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. damn you know i think bad bunny is like the ultimate artist yeah honestly it's amazing it's pretty amazing because like i was in a like how important is appearance as an artist to you like your actual physical appearance what you wear like what you look like how i feel feel i don't care but i know it's important you know it's a part of identity i see it as art you know um even in being like if a person is an introvert there's so much beauty to that and there's so many ways that you can express that in a way where it attracts the masses and i think you know we just need the right kind of um people in those positions to help bring it out of us you know because a lot of the time we don't really know what we're good at or we don't really know what we're missing until it's given to us so yeah Yeah. like i feel like um artists who don't care about appearance is what makes them like more look like an artist like because mm. you're not like following that that yeah. that cookie cutter like, fashion stuff mm-hmm. so it's like that's how i feel about about bad bunny mm-hmm. so it's like a lot of people might look at bad bunny like he's like this fashion icon and stuff it's just 
I see it more as like he just doesn't care what he's wearing. And right. that's and then like so people when, are when he said with the whole red carpet, right? Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. The... They asked him like, Oh, how do you feel about uh oh shit, that's already twenty five minutes. They asked him, um, how do you feel about being on the red carpet, you know, whatever, and he's just like I'm just walking on a red carpet. Like, it's, exactly. you know, it's like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think overall, <clears throat> it just comes down to you have to stand for something. Yeah. Whatever it is, you stand for it and you believe it 100%. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Crazy. Well, if you want, <clears throat> let's go on a quick break and we'll come back. Yes, sir. And we are back with some more stuff, right? Yes, sir. All right. So I want to ask you. How is the support? Is Houston the only place you come to? Like No. I mean, I've been to Fort Worth. Uh, I was living out in Fort Worth for a few months, not okay. too long ago. I've been out there. Um, I've been in Austin. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Okay. So how would you say that the support for your music differs from home to Houston? It's entirely different. <laughs> entirely different. <laughs> I mean... But I feel like, because everybody says, like, man, it's like that everywhere. Wherever you go, you're going to have the same kind of hate or whatever, you know. But I do get a lot more love from strangers than I do yeah. from people that I know. And, you know, I could sit here and, and say the reason as to why I think. But honestly, I don't really know why. I think that's across <laughs> every industry, though. Yeah. Every, everything, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know. Because, right, like, even for the podcast, like, I feel like family and stuff and friends do watch it but yeah. it's the mostly the comments come from like the people that we don't know yeah or people that we barely know that's yeah. something that they're like oh shit like they're cool you know i like the shit or whatever um yeah and just, honestly you being a girl it's probably a little bit harder mm-hmm. which i mean because we were just talking about that earlier right <laughs> yeah because you said that your brother was like oh why can't guys be supported da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i think that obviously because i'm a girl right because i started my brand in january mm-hmm. and i told him i'm scared you know because i feel like uh honestly i really didn't even care but in the back of my mind i think i was like kind of worried that what if i didn't get the support but i did get support from like girls that i didn't even talk to or like they follow me and i'm just like oh shit like it's it's working you know yeah but i do feel like it's just the vibe that you give off like no if you yeah, give off that sure. bitchy vibe like yeah i don't care if you support me i mean uh, like at the end of the day i you know i don't but i'm grateful for it right you know yeah but um yeah you're, you're not gonna beg for support you're not gonna be exactly. like oh you know please please like play my music type shit yeah, or whatever no. you know it's just yeah. mm-hmm. but it is strangers i think that do support the yeah. most yeah like they, I, I feel like they do um <clears throat> just appreciate it a little bit more you know i feel like sometimes the people that are close to us they're kind of already used to us you know mm-hmm. so they don't feel like they they need to go out their way to support or to show love or it could be that it could be the whole you know they they want to see you doing good, but never better than them. Yeah. You yeah. know, but. Yeah. Or they probably have like this image of like, you know, a view and they, they don't want to change it because now you are, you're popping and you're yeah. like. Or I feel like what, I feel like what happens a lot is like, they'll be like, they'll, they'll see you or they grow up with you and then now you do music and they're like oh like now now she's a rapper or yeah you know shit like that like that's so sad too because it's like we could really be the next best thing you know but it's just yeah people just be looking down on up-and-coming artists and it's it's really sad because i'm actually really good (laughs) (laughs) nah yeah now your music is crazy it's it's pretty dope um so how how was it linking up with like uh crystal poppin or how'd y'all dope. meet or what? I met her a year ago. Um, so I was booked for this show, Shadow Smooth Vega. He had booked me for Centro Popular last year out in Fort Worth, Texas. And we were both on the lineup. And I was going to hit up Houston first because I love Houston. I have people out here. And he told me that she was going to be in Houston for like a couple of shows and stuff. And he told me like, y'all should link. So he linked us. And she was just super sweet, just off the bat, like very, very nice. And that was new for me, you know, especially when it comes to female rappers. I'm not, you know, back home, there's not a lot of us, Mm -hmm. 
But when there is, like, everybody's very standoffish. It's a competition. Yeah. Yeah. But with her, it was just, it was all love. And and it was very beautiful to see, to be a part of it, to have those kind of conversations with her. And for us to be on the same page, too. And, you know, because we go through a lot of, like, the same things. Yeah. Um, But, nah, it was really dope. We linked up there. And then, um, yeah, we performed at the festival. And then a couple of days ago, I went over to his studio. And we were just vibing and talking and just having a really good time. So, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, because you said you wanted to get her, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get her. Um, I talked to her manager, too. It's the mm-hmm. junior. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we get her on here soon and shit. Like, I know they'd be busy and shit and working yeah, and shit. Yeah, um, so, do you have any, like, projects or anything coming out or not? I have a lot of music coming out. So, I recently dropped an EP called Talk to You Later. Mm-hmm. It dropped this past March, and it's doing really, really well. Um, but I am planning on dropping a few singles coming top of the summer. So got some singles, got some features too that I'm very (laughs) excited about, but yeah. And how does that work? Like, um, like as like a artist, like how do you get your money? Like, is it based off plays or? Yeah. So a lot of it is definitely off of streaming services. I stream pretty well, but I'm also, now getting paid as a content creator for TikTok and IG. So that's pretty okay. cool. But luckily enough, I started songwriting a few years ago, thanks to my producer, Mark Henry. So I've been doing like a lot of songwriting and that's been helping a whole lot, like a whole lot. Monetary wise? Yeah. Or- yeah. Like, so it <clears throat> normally for me, it's been like a fee and publishing. Okay. So, and I'm trying to work my way to getting a pub deal and that oh, okay. will definitely change the game. Mm. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. So how do you get uh, inspiration for like music writing and all that? Life, just life. You know, I I really don't know how to write about things that I've never experienced. Okay, I was going to ask you that. Like, do you have to experience certain things to be able to write? Pretty much, in order for it to like resonate, not just with me, but to like the audience as well. Like, I just, I don't know how to fake the funk. Like, I really can't. So. Okay, that's another good question because... How do you feel about when people, like, fake it till they make it type? I feel like to each their own. Whatever floats their boat, that's on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be over here, you know, writing real (laughs) shit, writing what I experience and things like that. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I would rather create things that have longevity. And I truly believe that... um, when you speak your truth and you live your purpose, I feel like that will last a whole lot longer than anything that isn't real. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? Because I was going to bring something else up. No, I was going to say because it's funny because she's like, uh, to each of their own, but I'm over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I, I had talked about that on my, on my Instagram not too long ago, and I had, like, mixed... Um, was it called like replies or whatever yeah some people were like for it and some people were against it and then like somebody i used to work for this screen printing shop and uh she was talking about um she told me you know i think fake it till you make it is like a thing because when they started there there's now like here in houston they're a big shop now Mm -hmm. uh but when i worked with them like they weren't that big they were just starting out but at the time she was talking about like Yo, we're the best screen printer in Houston. We're the best. Uh, we got all these machines and we'll, we have the best quality, all this stuff. And she's like, and we didn't, you know, at the time we didn't. But now we do. So it's like it kind of like made people believe in them. So they got the work and they were able to build their business off of that. And now they can live up to that. You know, so I mean, OK, so when I was signed to <clears throat> a label, they did teach me the whole smoke and mirror effect. Right. And. I can understand it. I do think that you should always carry yourself as the best. Like, you should. If you believe it, that's what it is. And it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. But, <laughs> now nah, overall, like, you generally have to, like... What I like to call it is magnify the truth. Right? Like, I am who I am, but let's magnify it. And the way that we can do these kinds of things is through through visuals, through um, pictures, through different things like that, you know, it's just, it's all about 
perception and sometimes perception is reality you know and in the end it's technically like you're not lying you know you're just magnifying the truth and i feel like that's okay so no yeah i think it's different right whenever like you said it like um if you think you're the best then yeah show that right like yeah. show your best or whatever but to an extent i think like don't Definitely. come off like don't do the uh, most yeah, yeah like, like oh, oh i got a rari like you know i think yeah. that's just i'll let you know it's rented like i don't care <laughs> because my thing is like i want to grow with my fan base you know yeah. i don't want to come off perfect Cause I'm not like I'm far from it, so I'll let you know. And I and I, I said it on like um, my song "Way to Go" from the TTYL project, but I said it in my song like you know, like I'm not afraid to admit that I fly coach. Like I'm not out here first class. Like I'll get the cheapest flight because I'm out here making moves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it's like you have to make smart look cool. You have to make. Um, being hungry and dedicated look cool because yeah. everybody wants to focus on the reward, the glitz and the glam, what's on the other side. But it's mm. like there is so much beauty on the way up. Yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? Showing growth. Is, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's I feel like that's how we um, work. Like us. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we show we everything. We like to sure. show like, mm -hmm. man, our whole house is like a like a whole studio. You know that's what I mean? Like beautiful. her office is in the kitchen. We like to say that's this shit a lot. beautiful. Like, her office is in the kitchen. I have a room, whatever. Um, we have That's the podcast. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, like this podcast. Like, I feel like people think it's a big studio or whatever. It's, it's just a small ass but room. But that's what I'm saying, the perception. Yeah. It's the perception mm -hmm. of it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because it's like you guys are creating quality content and you guys yeah. are being smart about it, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. Y'all should be super proud of yourselves because this Thank is beautiful. You. Appreciate it. This appreciate it. No, yeah. You know, because with... <clears throat> I've always seen, like, because Roland has superior and like um i've like i've helped him like with it and then i was like oh just do your thing you know whatever but then i started my brand and i feel like with i say girls because it's a it's more of a girl brand mm -hmm. i feel like it's you know more girl stuff so it's like it's called ai mass so then i always tell the the girls and i told Ronan like i'm like super straight up my first drop the tags were like the blanks tags you know mm -hmm. and then my second drop it was like vinyl and right. then my second drop my third drop it had like a screen print like mm -hmm. um you know but i would tell the girls i'm like oh my god this drop is delayed like i really want to get these tags on there i think transparency oh, yeah. of the growth is is what people love to see you know yeah. because it makes you look like humilde like yeah so it's like yeah definitely it's refreshing yeah. And I think that is becoming a thing now. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. transparency. Absolutely. I feel like before it wasn't a thing. Like, I think before it was yeah. like, they just they just saw you pop it and they're like, oh shit, like, I want yeah. that. Yeah. Not knowing how you got there. Like, how you, you got know? there, yeah. how you're feeling in that moment. You could be super sad, like posting a picture on IG. but Smiling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you're like really depressed. Know. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's funny. Going back to... Um, Fuck, what were we talking about? But that I was going to bring it up because do you ever have like songs that you want to like drop? Okay, it's about, it's about like, what'd you call it? You called it something. I forgot what you called it. But it's like, do you ever have a song or it's like ready to go and stuff, but then you're like, ah, it's not like, it's not my best work. Like, so you kind of like put it away and then you drop For something later. else. Yeah. Cause I feel like I do that with uh with everything. my brand. So oh okay, with everything. But I'm gonna use my brand as a as a, an example. So it's like <clears throat> my brand doesn't have a lot of followers or nothing, you know, it has its customers but not a lot of followers. But I'll come up with designs and it was I started my brand back in twenty fifteen and then like I would come up with a design and I'd be like, Man, it's a fire ass design, right? And then I'd be like, Man, but I only got like a hundred followers at the time and I'm like, I only have a hundred followers, it's it's too badass of a design to drop now. So then mm. I'll be like, it's not, it's time yet, you know? Mm. So I kind of like put it away and then I drop a simple design mm. and then it doesn't do as well. Mm -hmm. So now I'm to the point where it took me, it literally took me like seven years to realize that if I do not drop like my, my good designs, my grade A designs, my, my brand's never going to grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to always drop your best. And yeah. then the next time, like, do better, do better, I do think better. it goes back to what you said. I think you called it, like, uh, the mirror or something. Smoke and mirror. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is, right? Or what is, um, what was that? Well, what is that? Smoke and mirror is basically, like, 
like an illusion of something like like kind of the whole fake it till you make it mm. um theory but i see what you're saying as far as that you know definitely as an artist of any kind you have to take those risks yeah but you also have to believe in yourself that you could do that times 10 yeah. don't ever sell yourself short ever and whatever it is that you do drop your hottest shit stop planning like life happens when you're too busy making plans like yeah. that's a real last thing you know and believe that you could do it again and better you have yeah. to believe in yourself you and to. then i like to use for this specific uh what i'm talking about i like to use bad bunny mm. i like to use bad bunny as an example like he doesn't he's not he's not the person that's gonna say like oh i'm gonna drop the hottest album whatever whatever right but we look at it like that right. so he drops his first album, whatever, and everybody's like, oh, shit, like, this is his... Because he was dropping singles and singles, and then it's an album, and you're like, oh, shit, he's about to drop, like, some yeah. crazy shit. He drops it. Everybody's, like, going crazy. Then the next album, he says, oh, this is this is better than my last shit, you know? And he drops it, everybody goes crazy. And then the next one, he's like, all right, this is my best yeah. shit. So you're always saying, like, oh, this is my best, this is my best. And then I feel like you have to have that energy, mm-hmm. you know? Whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's a brand. And it took me a long time to realize that, you know what I mean? So I don't know if, like, you've ever had moments like that where you're just like, man, this song's too big oh, yeah. for now, you know? like All I'll- the time, all the time. I've definitely had those <clears throat> moments so many times. If, if anything, um, the project that I recently dropped, I wasn't going to drop it. I was going to hold off. I was going to create new music and, you know... Yeah drop that first and then i was gonna drop that you mm-hmm. know but then i had a long talk with my producer and he was like these are really great songs and you need to let the people hear them mm-hmm. and so i was like all right maybe you're right and honestly it was the best decision because the project is doing so so well on spotify and apple music combined and even tiktok you know there were songs on there that to me i didn't consider singles like but to them that's their favorite song. And I'm just like, really? I would have never thought. But yeah. that's how you learn, by just trying. Yeah. Yeah. For your albums or for your projects, like, do you have to... How how much attention to detail do you, like, I guess, like, put towards your album? Like, do you know, like, okay, I want this song here and I want this song? Or do you just, like, randomly select? Oh, no, I'm, I'm super, super <clears throat> detailed. I'm a Pisces, so I'm very emotional and I'm moody as fuck. <laughs> so when it comes to my music and how I, you know, do the track listing from beginning to end, it has to flow. Like, you know, I know nowadays a lot of people don't appreciate albums as much as we used to, but I do. And for those that actually appreciate it, I want them to experience the the project from beginning to end. You know, I want it to make sense sonically. You know, my producer's the same way and when I made that project, it was right before I was going to move to Texas. And so he was like, all right, you need to have some Texas elements. And we sampled, like, drinking my cup, Kirko. I think we had some Webby in there, too. Like, we were just, like, sampling a whole bunch of things just to help with that transition with what I was going on, with what was going on in my life at that time. Yeah. So I'm, that's super important to me. It's so yeah. crazy that you say that because I think I'm one of the the people that don't appreciate the album <laughs> it, i didn't like even that. know that it had like a flow like mm-hmm. yeah. i never thought about it like that until right now that you're saying and i'm just like yeah i'm trying to think of an album and i'm just like i think kendrick's album is the one that like has a story but it was like backwards i think or some shit like that like oh, nice. yeah from like the start of it i think it's good kid mad city I think the start of it is the end of the album and then like the first mm. the last song is like the beginning so you have to listen to it like backwards yeah or some shit like that huh. I guess That's yeah because cool. I didn't like I didn't even think I honestly thought like oh they're just like just randomly yeah. yeah like that's I always know I like oh number three is like always like the hot one and shit like yeah, I feel like it's always yeah, like the, the second or third one is like the, the hits right now mm-hmm. yeah because the Bad Bunny <clears throat> album I played like it is. It is like the the second the, or third. The merengue or song, the one that yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> number two. <laughs> that one <laughs> threw me off. I like the the party one too. The that one. I like yeah. a lot of his songs. I mean, honestly, I listen to like literally anything and everything. Especially, it's yeah. more when I'm working out. You know, when I'm oh, working yeah, out, it's yeah. just like when I'm playing like either side. Have you, Have you made any reggaeton, reggaeton music? I have a couple that are out right now. I think I have La Situación and Todo de Mi. 
Um, but I do have like a bunch stacked. Um, oh, and a lot of those two were um, ones that I've been shopping because I've been doing some songwriting for a few Latin artists. So, okay. Yeah. yeah so who are, who are a few um, producers that you would like to work with? Producers? Huh, you gonna get me in trouble. I was, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she keeps name dropping her producer. I'm very, I'm very loyal to my sound and stuff. You know, I like to see us as like what Forty is to Drake or what Dr. Dre oh, okay, was. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I we're definitely you. trying to build that sound. But honestly, I would really love to work with Forty. I think he's a phenomenal producer. Um, Pharrell as well. Pharrell's pretty cool. Um, who else? Uh, I I want to meet Rick Rubin. I definitely want to have him executive produce my project. I think he's pretty amazing. So, do you yeah. have somebody that you like definitely like always think of when you look up like somebody that you look up to that just comes to mind? What do you mean? As a girl, like like, a, an, artist? like artist. an artist, always comes to mind. Um, yeah, I would say Selena and Left Eye from TLC. Mm. Yeah. I like the way she raps, man. With left eye? Yeah, left eye. Me like, too. And the, her voice, I don't know, something that like, mm-hmm. and it had to do with like the times, like oh, the definitely. way she was rapping and shit, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And mm-hmm. she was dope, man. R.I.P. Yeah, I love her. I love her. She's hard. Um, And I was going to ask you too, uh, from a from a graphic designer standpoint, because I work with a lot of artists, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have we had another rapper on here? Artists? Mm-hmm. No, right? We just had like, producers and stuff like no i'm looking up there because i'm just like that's <laughs> yes, everybody. We, we had everybody on here it's but like oh i mean thing. no it's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> all my victims is shit. Yeah. <laughs> i mean we have chingo bling but he's not like, oh yeah but chingo yeah. bling was talking about more of like his comedy and stuff we did yeah. we did hit on his uh his artistry and stuff um okay so okay Cause whenever I get like an artist, like whenever I work with them and stuff, and they they hit me up for like artwork or whatever, um, it's always always last minute, mm-hmm. always. So I'm like, how how important is like that part of your your like if you're getting ready to drop an album, if you're getting ready to drop something, like how important is the artwork to you? Honestly, very important actually, um, especially because <clears throat> the distribution that I use, I would have to submit like four something weeks in advance. So that I can get the proper playlisting push and things like that. Um, So having, you know, because when I'm making music, you know, there needs to be that respect there where I need time to create. But graphic designers are also artists, you know, and they need their time to create, you know, like. I, I know for me, I go through the motions when I make my songs and my producer as well. So it's like for my graphic artist, like I like to give her enough time to feel it, you know, to feel mm-hmm. the music and to get inspired and to let her creative juices flow. You know, I like to give her that time to um, actually create the artwork. But there have been some times where I've been a little last minute with it <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> she's like i'm guilty sometimes sometimes <laughs> things change like oh, i'll yeah. say okay this is the next one and then we'll have conversations and i'm just like fuck we gotta change the single so it's yeah. like all right mm-hmm. sorry but we need this one done like within the next week so <laughs> i've done you know i've done some artwork for you too oh really yeah I we think, uh, I forgot what, <laughs> I don't even remember if it was like a last minute thing or what. I know we, we had gone uh, back and forth with it, uh, but I forgot what, if it was for a single, if it was for a drop, it didn't make it though. I know that. Why is that? It didn't make it. Uh, I think you ended up going with some, something else. Yeah, I think, didn't you say? It had like a the... watercolor effect to it or something like that. But uh, you had to submit, right? I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. It was it was a while ago though. I think that's when I got your number at the time, uh-huh. the Anna Marie era. You know, right? Yeah. Um, Ron's bringing it up because he's hurt. No, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm used to it. I'm used to it, and and that's what I was gonna talk about because um, I work with another artist, and but but I talked to her and then her manager. You know, um, oh, you know her. I, I, you know of her. It's a uh, Noemi. She's a Puerto Rican For real? artist. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's hard. She's, she's hard. amazing. She's so, amazing. Yeah, shout out Noemi. Shout out Stephanie. Uh, yes. So, like, with Stephanie, like, she kind of has, like, taught me a lot about the music industry. That's You know, and um, her, her manager. And then, so, she'll tell me, she's like, you know, a lot of the times, because I've complained to her about, like, artwork and stuff like that towards artists. 
<clears throat> and I'm like, you know, like, I, I don't like when, when people want, like, last minute shit. And they're always, like, pushing, like, hey, oh, I need it, like, tomorrow. Like, you know, and I'm just like, dude, like, I have a, I have a life, you know, like, I'm fucking, yeah. I have a kid, I have whatever, you know. And she's like, she's like, no, I get it, you know, but at the same time, it's not them. It's just the music industry is like that, you know. It's just like you have if you're gonna work in the music industry, you have to know that a lot of shit is last minute. Not only for designers, but for artists, for yeah. anybody. You know how many for times everybody. have I seen like Drake submit a song like right before the album oh, drops yeah. or whatever? That's you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of shit is last minute. So very very last minute. Yeah. It's a very grimy grimy uh, industry. Yeah. She don't, she don't like when I say grimy. For I hate that word. It sounds so ugly. Like, it's grimy. It sounds like dirty. Like, it's... It's not dirty. I don't mean dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the 25? Yeah, that's the 25. I guess we can go on break. Yes, before sir. Before we get into yeah. another conversation, right? Yeah. We'll be back. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we are back, guys. Uh, we had a little long break over here, right? Yes, sir. Talking about Did you have, stuff. like, another question that you wanted to knock out? i did um i wanted to talk about because we were just talking about like the slang shit right so how 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 different is a slang oh yeah it's different but i love the slang here so one that i've been hearing heavy is for shit show damn i don't even say that though i don't say that for shit show no i'm talking about like that's that one yeah i know i said a lot of people Uh, it's so funny because that one people say um like if they say that it's because they're lying right what do you mean? Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I saw it in a movie. I think it was Kevin Hart. I don't know. I when don't know. the guy I... was like, uh, uh, it was the Kevin Hart movie where he's like, think like a man. Have you, you haven't seen uh, it? It's because that's like a rom com type shit. I don't oh, watch that. Show. I, I watch know. that. She's like, you want to watch it with me? Heart <laughs> to that. My son is my date to all my movies. I know yeah. that's right. But yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not. Maybe obviously it was obviously in the movie, but maybe not like in real life. But yeah, for sure that's something. Like, no, that I'm talking about. Yeah. Say, yeah. But it's also just the <clears throat> accent. Like the accent is. Do so we really different. have like an accent? Yes. I like don't have us. A, we don't have an accent. We. I do don't we? feel like we do. Slightly. I don't know. Slightly. Like more of like Latino accent or yeah, like hear, the Houston accent. I feel accent? like not from you guys. I've heard more Latino accent okay. for sure. Because I don't talk the way a lot of other people talk. Yeah, like, you know how they be like. like no, I'm talking about bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, like, that. like it's I, more like, I don't know, country. Nah, don't know. It's really yeah, it's more cool, country though. shit. It's really yeah. cool, like, hearing it. It's so funny because my cousins, I have cousins in Chicago. What do you do? I say, man, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. You know, do y'all say that? Yeah, we say you're tripping. Okay, because they say you're tweaking. Tweaking? Yeah, we say, we say tripping, tweaking, bugging. Yeah. Okay, I guess because me down here is more like, damn, you're tripping, right? Hey, you tripping, bro. I don't bro. think yeah. tweaking. Whenever they're like, <laughs> tripping it was my my one of my girl because she's like tripping and i'm like yeah you're tripping because i was up there and she was like no it's tweaking and i'm just like yeah i've heard tweaking tweaking's heavy yeah what is something that you say down here that people look at you weird for or you don't have nothing um well you know i mean one i guess my accent stands out a lot here but also i'm just a very unique individual so I have like these phrases that I say that everybody's like um, catching on to and using. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple. One of them is hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is relax. Everybody's using that. And then cut it out. <laughs> and then um, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say that's crazy, but not the way you're saying yeah. it. I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Instead of that's crazy, I feel like I say that's wild. Like, uh, yeah, because we'll be talking, wild, and then I'm just like, "Damn, that's crazy!" And he takes it more like I'm not paying attention to what the hell he's. Isn't saying. that a thing though? Like, like you're just like, "Damn, that's crazy, bro!" Like, yeah, I'm just like, "Damn, that's, that's crazy." crazy like, all right, you're not like, paying attention. All right. That's so wild. He's like, "What did I just say?" And I mm. tell him what he. She gives me like the bullet points, and I'm like, "I'm just nah, like, bro. you just said this, this, and that," and he'll be like, "He'll be talking, and he'll be like." damn i just lost the what is it like the train of thought, train of thought. Mm-hmm. yeah and i'm just like oh you were saying this you were saying this i'm paying yeah, attention i'm like, I'm like all right uh-huh. all right you're cool you're cool you pass the test because i'll be tricking you though <laughs> yeah he does, he <laughs> does. that's toxic that's <laughs> toxic to me yeah he'll be yeah. like well we're having a full last conversation but you know why he does it because my son is literally like the whole time we're having a conversation 
my son is low-key toxic he is because he doesn't like us talking toxico oh wow. yeah he's like literally like in the middle or like he's like mommy 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 and so like i look at him knowing that literally we're like we'll 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 be like watching him like he'll be doing something we're just watching we're like watch he's gonna he's gonna start interrupting watch and then we'll be like, hey, babe, you know, da, da, da. And he's like, he turns around. He's like, mommy, mommy. Uh, da, da. And then Aww. I'm just like, oh, my God, you weren't even talking to us, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. suddenly decides to start. But I tell shit. him, I was like, if I have to pay attention to you or him, obviously, I have to mm. turn and look at him, you know. But yeah. do you yeah. are you in a relationship? Mm-hmm. You don't have to answer. Oh, no, I'm single as it gets. I'm very much single. <laughs> I was in a very bad relationship a few months ago. Um. It was a, it was an abusive relationship. Um, and yeah, can you lower the mic a little bit? That way, just a little bit. Yeah. So, oh shit! Sorry. The little arm. Hello. There you go. Hello. <laughs> there you go. Um, I was in a relationship with somebody um, last year for a few months, and uh, it was, it was very abusive, and it got abusive very quickly too, um, and that was also a reason why I had moved back to DC. Oh. okay so this was like a public thing right like you talked mm-hmm. about it a lot on your mm-hmm. instagram and stuff yeah so what's like the message behind everything like is there something you want to like yeah you know so i've released a song called don't forget to mention and it's basically a song <clears throat> talking about my experience um in being in something like that and it was very very hard for me to do it was probably one of the most transparent vulnerable songs that i've ever written and released out to the public and we shot a video to it and everything shout out super p and um in the video was we we redid like a one of the nights that i experienced out there and stuff but you know when i came back i was very to myself i isolated myself from everybody i didn't even know if i was going to continue doing music You know, but little by little, I started sharing my story on IG and TikTok and the amount of people that, you know, could relate. It really shocked me to see how many of us go through domestic violence. And it's such a common thing. And it really broke my heart because, wow, there's so many of us suffering in silence. Like, nobody's really like talking on these kind of um situations and stuff and i could say that for myself you know when i was going through it nobody knew my family didn't know my friends didn't know my you know my uh, business partners didn't know either and i felt like i couldn't tell anybody and i was just always in survival mode and so with dropping don't forget to mention and dropping that video for me it was just very much so to help others you know to see that situations like this aren't okay because when you're in these kind of relationships you're almost taught that this is normal that this is love that you stay with a person that's abusive because you love them and you believe in their potential but in reality that's not okay you're hurting yourself you know um so it was definitely to inform others but to also reassure them that they're not alone and they're not crazy, you know, because I definitely felt that way, too. And, you know, when I was going through it, um, I got recommended to watch this show on Netflix called Made. I and, saw that. I saw yeah. That. And so I didn't know what it was about, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch it. And it was literally about a young girl. She had a daughter with this guy and her her man became abusive. And it shows the whole process of her leaving that and going through the courts and all these things. And watching that made me feel less alone. And to be honest, like that's what helped give me the strength to leave. Because I think it was like a week after watching that, that's that's when I left. And so to see how that affected me... I was like, I hope that my song and my video can help somebody out there, you know, that may not be talking to anybody about their situation, but when they see it and they hear it, they know this is not okay. If she could leave, I could leave too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good that you used your like platform. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that. Yeah. Something, I mean, obviously it was horrible that you experienced that, you know, but it's good that you use that for like a good yeah in a way you know what i mean no definitely and it was hard because you know it it can be embarrassing you know like 
I have a lot of fans. I have a lot of supporters and a lot of people know me and who I am. And they've always known me to be this boss, Latina, nothing can faze me. But it's like in reality, sometimes it'd be the strongest ones, the ones that look, you know, the strongest or like they're doing fine when they're the ones that are actually going through something. And, you know, I think it's very important for me to showcase that, to use my platform and let y'all know I'm human too, you know, like the same way. I am helping others and healing them through my music. They're helping me as well, you yeah. know. So Is that why people don't speak out like because of embarrassment or what? I think that definitely plays um a huge role, but also in going through something like that, it's almost like you want to forget about it. Like you want to kind of just pretend like it never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, but or maybe it's I mean, you know, I think I've been blessed enough not to be in a situation like that. But do you think it's maybe because they're trying to protect the other person because they have love for them? Oh, definitely. That could definitely play a part, too, you know, Um, because I was like that for the longest. I was uh, even when I was going through it, like I could have said something, but I didn't to protect like I would lie for this person. People would suspect and I would lie. I would be like, oh, no, it was me. Like, I'm the crazy one. Like, I would pretend, you know, and. Even after, even until this day, like, I'm not out here trying to bash nobody or, like, anything like that. Because the same way that I'm a victim of domestic violence, maybe that person was a victim of childhood trauma or some kind of mental illness. So it's not really my place to be out here, you know, judging you or whatever. I just know that that's not okay and that's not where I need to be. And overall, I think the most important thing is, like, this is my story. This is our story. And we need to stop being involved in situations like this and start these kind of conversations so that these things happen less and less. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, and just for the people that that are watching, I mean, any kind of abuse is an abuse. Oh, yeah. That goes from verbal. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, obviously, you don't talk to this person, right? No. So, I feel like, uh, you know how, like, you, well, I guess, like, you try to protect the person. You don't want to make them look bad or, or talk for them or whatever the fuck. Uh, <clears throat> but I feel like, because we were just talking about it, I forgot what we were talking about, um, how when you tell a story about a person at a certain point of your life, oh, like, yeah. and they seem bad at that time. But like, right. let's say now they're they're good or whatever. You're scared to tell that story of that time of your life because you don't want to make them look bad to people. Yeah. But but I told her Especially last. Especially if you're on OK terms with them. OK, let's say you, you were on OK terms, let's just say. And some, you know, you get a chance to like publicize what happened or whatever. And you're just like, which you have. But like, let's say it's like an autobiography or something and you want to talk about it. And then. But now they're they're like they've changed and they're good people, and you're just like, damn, I don't want to make them look bad. You know, people are gonna read this. Millions of people are gonna read this. Like, but it's like, there's you can't change that. Like at that time they were bad. At right. that time they harmed you or or they yeah. were bad in and at that point of your life. Absolutely. So it's like, I told her like people should be able to tell their story, and not worry about how people are gonna view them because that was. That happened. You know what I mean? You exactly. can't, like, act like that shit never happened yeah, or whatever. Like, you so. did, like, live through it. Because, yeah. I mean, because you'll tell me, I'm very open about, like, my whole childhood and, like, shit that I've dealt with, you know? And I didn't have, like, the best relationship with my mom. But now I do. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, I mean, it's, like, fucking great now. Mm-hmm. And But, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was young, it was so bad. Like, right. you know? But I think I'm very open about that. And I tell him, I'm like, I don't think people are going to come at my mom, like, on Facebook and be right. like, damn. I mean, obviously, we're yeah. not, like, we're not, we don't have the following where that can happen. But it's like, at that time, my mom, you know, we weren't okay. Mm-hmm. What she was doing wasn't okay. But we're okay now, you know. But, I mean, I'm still going to, like, shed a light to the yeah abuse or emotional stuff Absolutely. that did happen, you yeah. know? Yeah, and honestly, I think we need to start normalizing accountability. That's yeah. the only way that we can grow as people, but to also show the youth, like, yeah, maybe you might do some fucked up shit, but, like, if you're able to own up to it and be aware and do something about it, like, get help, like, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? So, again, like, I don't 
for me with what I'm doing, it's never to bash anybody. You know, all I could do is pray for that person, pray that it doesn't happen again and hope for the best, you know, um, in moving forward with their life. But it's like taking accountability is a big thing because it shows growth. And that's what we want at the end of the day. And we want to be able to inspire our youth because, they got to learn too, you know, and it's yeah. better for them to learn through our experiences versus having to go through that as yeah. well. So, yeah, especially, I mean, you don't have, you don't have kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like now that we have our son, it does play a big part on us, like talking to him and mm -hmm. like showing him. Right. But of course we can only do so much, exactly. you know, um, like it's just, you never want your kid to be the bully or, yeah. you know, yeah. honestly i feel like having a kid like unlocked a whole new like world of fear i'm not gonna lie oh I believe like that. you're just worried about yourself growing up but once you have your kid you start seeing all these things about like bullying and yeah. like yeah. not him like mm -hmm. kids not being able to make friends and mm -hmm. stuff and you're just like fuck like you just start worrying about yeah, shit you know like, our son like the teacher will send videos and um our son's like always by himself like he has his little friends but he's very like if I don't know you, I'm not going to talk to you. Right. You know, he's like that. Which, to me, I'm okay with him doing that, you know? And, uh, but sometimes, like, they'll send videos and I'm just like, oh, pobrecito. Like, he's by himself. <laughs> but he, he'll he come home and talk to me about his friends, you know? But I know he ha he's the oldest boy in my mm -hmm. family and on his on his side, too. Like, right. the oldest boy, right? So then... On my on my side of the family, since he's the oldest boy and he has more boy cousins, I seen how my son can be mean to his little cousin. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I tell him, I'm just like, I don't want him to be that kid, but he doesn't know that he's being that kid. Yeah. Because my my nephew literally loves my son, mm. and he's like Milo, like he gets so happy. But my son is too focused on playing with his sister. Yeah. You know, because he's she's older than him. That he don't pay attention sometimes to the little one, you know, mm. and the little one just like walks away, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, we just have to do a good job at like you since, like I said, like you're using your platform to like mm -hmm. share awareness, and that's like really, really good. And yeah, yeah, just the knowledge needs to be put out there. Absolutely, like sure. the experiences, you know. Mm. Yeah. So to end this on a good note. Yeah like i don't know let them know like where they can find you and where to stream right, your yeah, music and projects. stuff like yeah so i mean you could follow me everywhere at animes it's anna with two n's mvze i have a lot of great things coming out um i have a couple of singles dropping midsummer um also you know i'm from dc so i have to go back but you know i'm coming back to texas Gonna be moving around a little bit. I might have something very special June 10th and I'm very excited to share, but I can't speak on it just yet. And this is dropping June 6th. So oh, if you're watching perfect. this, hopefully everything works out like, you know, how yeah. you're saying. So follow her on Instagram so y'all can, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah, that everything's gonna be 10th. in the description and everything. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. Where can they find you on Instagram? You already yeah. said it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Animes with a V. Yeah, Anna right. with two N's and V Z E. But right. thank you for joining us. You know, yeah, it was cool having you for real. Like, it was yeah. good to know um, know you like on a personal level oh, now. Definitely. You know, like, thank yeah, you. yeah, because I've been following you for a long time. A while, so it's like yeah. for us to be here right now is like it's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, um, thank y'all for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, I haven't checked this. You know, the little percentage with the people subscribing oh i don't know i don't know but don't forget to subscribe uh description but like in the description is gonna have her instagram our instagrams go ahead and follow like and um just anything. do all that shit y'all know what to do man everybody knows yeah. what to do. Shit. <laughs> but that's it all right thank you for Peace watching out. bye